everybody, this is your boy A.L. Newton, and you're tuned in to another episode of A New Perspective. I'm tremendously grateful and thankful that you found some time to start your week, some point in your week, to listen to the perspective, um, full transparency on a few things tonight. First off, uh, this is the latest I have ever recorded an episode of The Perspective. And so tired is an understatement. Um, tired me is um, is worse than intoxicated me or angry me. And so tonight is just going to be a vibe. Today is just going to be a vibe. Um, I appreciate you all for the continued strong support. Um, the perspective is a organic feel. Haven't spent a dime or a dollar on promotion outside of the logo being made um, in the unique soundtrack at the beginning and the end. And so the perspective grows with your support. And so um, it's not often that I even mention help on social media, but but I kind of need your help and. Um, you know, one one retweet, one share, one forwarding of the link um, helps uh, grow. I think uh, personally, last week was <laughs> one of my better uh, one of my better um, conversations with myself, and I uh, uh, wish I'd have done a better job of sharing that with more people. But that was then. This is now. I've got me a, a nice Coca-Cola classic, some jazz playing in the background to uh, keep me up, but make the transition from being up to sleep um, really easy. So where do we want to start this week? So Nicole asked me, you know, who was going to be on the pod. and I think she's becoming a loyal listener, guys. Just a round of applause for her. And uh, I said, I don't know, no, no guest. She's like, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, ooh, I know exactly where I'm going to start. And uh, <laughs> So I, I must admit, you all know by now when we're on the pod, this is kind of like Anthony's weekly diary dump where I come and say stuff I have no business to say just to get it out of my mind. And so this week, has been an utter consumption and I shared this with Nicole. I was like, I am going to talk about the Busset Challenge. And she <laughs> and she looked at me and was like, Yeah, I'm not listening because uh I've already had already had to sit here and watch you listen to the same song for fifteen minutes, get up and go to the bathroom and then come back and still listen to it to another fifteen minutes. And I was like kind of taken off guard because you know if you sitting there in the bed or laying in the bed with my uh, airpods on and my phone that has the um <laughs> the tinted screen on it uh and i was like dang women really are uh better than 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 paid investigators she was like yeah no i see everything and uh, i can i can always tell when when you're looking at um But I was like, well, I'm not enamored over these women. 
Don't get me wrong, this is just new. The Busted Challenge, of all these little challenges that come out on TikTok, I refuse to get a TikTok because I know I'm not going to be good at that. Um, I shouldn't say that. Maybe I would be, but I'm not getting a TikTok, not getting consumed in that cane dance. Ain't creative enough for that venue. Shout out to TikTok for getting people involved in video editing and all those things that come along with those skills from what I understand. It takes a while to create those videos. It takes me back to like MySpace when when you think about it, MySpace had us coding at 13 and 14. Like it's really dope when you think about it now. We just stuck with it, how much money you can make for, for coding and programming. But these you know these challenges they show up on twitter and they show up on instagram and you're like oh, okay whatever they are what was the one um they just want to see me dance and them there thousand dance boom whole lot choppers in game boom and a lot of the songs i downloaded that song because the, the song was sketchy um or the don't rush that one got old real quick and so sometimes when they show up on twitter i get lost in them i'm like okay well people are creative but this particular challenge, the Busset Challenge, has been the most creative thing um, <laughs> that I think can be seen. And not just because, uh, yeah, I know I'm a lot of things and I'm supposed to say a lot of things and a lot of people think I'm just this great example of I really ain't ish most days of the week, especially on days that end with a Y. I'm really, really not ish. Um... And don't get me wrong, these some of these women that um, did the busted challenge were the F word, okay? And that's the fine word. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm human. But it really wasn't that part that, <laughs> that I was watching for. Was it a benefit? Yeah, whatever, sue me. But seeing the creativity the switch how many dresses do women keep like these these women just like came out of nowhere and went from busted to boom banging club dress and i know like it's like woman law woman lore to have um a little black dress but this was more than a little black dress and the heels and the wig switches and the makeup and just like the boom uh the the gravitas and i gotta tri i get hooked on a word i think last week i said vitriol like a 157 million times so i'm trying not to do that today but it was it was just the creativity and you know what you know what a man can do to go from busted to boom looking good there's only one thing a man can really do okay even if they go put on designer clothes because some clothes are, i Maybe it's because I don't know how to dress. Maybe it's because I don't have a stylist. I've been doing the stitch fit thing, whatever, where they send you the clothes. Full disclosure, I ain't kept nothing they sent me in that box yet. Because even though I picked out the style I want to be dressed in, I just it don't look good on me. I'm just being honest. But the one thing a man can do, <laughs> white, black, red, or green, to make a man look better. Fellas, all we got is a haircut, Right? Maybe a little Beijing. No, since I've been working out, I ain't been putting the Beijing on as much, so I don't got no fake hairline. It's just the receding stuff. But the most a man can do do is uh, go to the barbershop and get cleaned up. And fellas, y'all know how we feel when we get that fresh cut and we shake the hair off and 
you know y'all might not post y'all selfies but we all well i won't say we all you know you look you get in the mirror that's when you be really feeling yourself you find that one hair that might be out of place um good barbers don't leave one hair out of bait out of place but it happens to the best of them sometimes so um i just i've appreciated the artistry of the busted challenge and um yeah i think what's the what's the i'm gonna tell you what has really though in this challenge made me feel old right because sometimes you're like oh wait a minute that person has got to be like 18 and 19 and although that's like legal i think that's like just weird i i don't i don't get people that holler at people way younger than them um then again i've always liked older women when i was on the market very rarely did i talk to somebody who was who was younger than me so i was like oh wow like cool that's another tangent hell it's my podcast i can get on it then i wonder sometimes when when people are interested in somebody that much younger than them what do they get out of it um where's the conversation piece like i couldn't see myself being 40 trying to holler at um Lori Harvey or whatever her name is. I just nah. Yeah. Nevertheless. So I wonder if we could write a curriculum on a class for common sense, what would be the important qualities on it? Um we live in a in a stage and in a state where social media just puts out so much stupid information and people like sometimes <laughs> they 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 don't realize that gullible isn't in the dictionary <laughs> and i don't i don't get it not just on politics not just on this is just like on everyday stuff and i'm not talking about typos because i am the typo king i am convinced that somewhere there is like a social media platform where someone is just taking all of my <laughs> my misspellings and grammatical areas errors and just tweets them out and makes fun of them uh i can enunciate and i'm an orator but damn i hate to proofread and i'd be looking dumb even though i've published a book i've written quite a few write quite a few but i i hate that proofreading part anyway God, I'm sleepy. This is horrible. Uh, because of social media, I think people's common lack common sense or lack thereof gets exploited more and more. Uh, this will be the last time, even if uh, the Senate, whatever happens with the second part of impeachment, I talk about the person that uh, was the former, that is the former president. Hell, I don't even know what you call him. But... <laughs> I know I know people are seeing these videos of people crying because they had drank the damn Kool-Aid of all these things that were supposed to happen. Um, just the lack of being able to comprehension. The FCAT was really kind of important to test whether people can comprehend or understand how things work or system will work or, or when they work. And I just wonder what 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 would be your requirements if you were 
writing the curriculum for a course on common sense what the hell would be included right because right now we're fighting the do I want to give common sense war versus do I want to be relevant war that's how Fox News can go and terminate if you got pay, pay attention to it Fox News just like fired a whole bunch of like actual journalists who actually do the research who actually go to the field who actually get interviews who actually like spend months putting together pieces unless they have a deadline that's immediate and Fox News released a bunch of journalists to give opinionated shows more time and and every news network has opinionated shows but you don't fire the journalist that gives the opinionated shows the facts right because now we're more susceptible or hell I hope that's the right word we we are impressed by somebody's ability to talk about opinions hell I, I want opinions to take off I need to be the black Rush Limbaugh that doesn't say racist and ridiculous stuff I need to be worth $500 million with no college degree. I need to be, I, do, I want that to happen. But I still want to be able to apply logic and common sense on two plus two is equaling four and will always equal four and can't equal seven unless you give me some theological thing because you put it in God's hand. I could probably preach it and make it sound real good. But to the everyday common man, Two plus two is four. These people are exploiting and making bukus of money off of our inability to just take two plus two and make it four. Um, speaking of that, is this like the coverage of the inauguration? Um, I like inaugurations. I like pomp and I like circumstance. I don't like to be the one in the middle of pomp and circumstance, but I utterly enjoy watching pomp and circumstance. And so it did my heart well. I love seeing W. If you know me, you know George W. Bush is my favorite president. And so anytime I get to see W, I'm excited. Um, the Obamas, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're in their 60s. With good, with good health, they're going to be along, uh, around a long time. And um, they looked phenomenal. You could tell the difference in Michelle's, like, caring about this inauguration versus the last inauguration. Because last inauguration, Michelle looked like she got up out of bed. She pulled her hair back in the bun and said, Barack, I am tired of this. Let's go. And reading, um, I'm in the, the middle of reading A Promised Land the first part of uh, Barack Obama's book about his presidency and it is riveting it is it's, it's got a lot of big words and I have to use my dictionary a whole lot to understand what exactly he's kind of convey and he admits to being wordy the brother I understand why I enjoyed his speeches so much because he just has a way of articulating his point and painting a picture and making it so clear and um, so I'm in the middle of reading their book and maybe that's why they were so astonished in his book and maybe that's why it's that I was so enamored more um, by them. But, you know, if you have ever listened to inauguration speeches, if you have time, if you want to expose yourself, if you want to listen to other opinions, go back and listen. Most of them are on YouTube. Inauguration speeches for as far back as you can get them. Um, if you have time to read them, go back and read them. 
I'm not saying this because I may or may not have voted for him, but uh, Joe Biden's inauguration speech was one of the best um, ever. And it wasn't because he laid out a bunch of policy or he made a bunch of promises, but he, he talked to the soul of people that if you put aside political differences and listen to it, and you, pick the, you can pick the political differences back up, and, but just go listen to that on a neutral turf. It really was one of the best speeches written, and the fact that he wrote 98% of that is even more amazing. Um, how about seeing uh, Kamala Harris, black woman, as the vice president? You know, and this ain't on these show notes. I am over people in interracial couples, okay? You can have your view, like, shut up. It's two, two, 2021. So what? If she if that's if, if if that's the man that did it for her, hell, that's the man that did it for her. That doesn't lessen who she is as a black woman. That doesn't not make her a black I I saw some of the most ridiculous people, regardless of color, are stupid some days. I'm gonna regret saying that. I need to find a way to backtrack that. I ain't got it in me right now. But <laughs> my point is don't denigrate somebody's we we live in the time of really celebrating people's losses now i know i'm sounding a hypocrite because if you follow me on social media and you stay with me throughout the inauguration the inauguration i damn sure celebrated uh donald trump's l so let me let me i'm talking at me i listen to this podcast too i learned something too listening so we live in the time of celebrating other people's losses. I look at it with Conor McGregor. Conor was memed 10 seconds after being knocked out. Now, did he probably deserve it? Yes. Did he run his mouth? Yes. Is Conor McGregor got some ism in him? Hell yeah. Did I want uh, Floyd Mayweather to put him to sleep? Hell yeah. But we like celebrating people's losses. And to me, winning is not, um, to me, winning isn't about who lost. To me, winning is about me winning. Because I'm the type of person that, that the win, while it may have felt a little bit different, it might have been a little bit sweeter because of who I beat, right? Sometimes when you're trying to beat a rival and they always beat you and then you finally win, that feels good. But I'm a winner. I want to I want to win doing it all. And I, I my my celebration in my wins don't come in other people's losses. Maybe that's why I appreciate the people I label friends because at least in our circle they don't 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 revel in the losses at least not publicly. Um hopefully I ain't friends with no private haters. They might be just don't tell me. Um, just don't let me find out. So listen. Um, I think that's enough perspective for tonight. I do want to give the biggest of shout outs to my son. Um, Jordan. Jordan Johnson. Jordan is... Jordan is an amazing kid. Had it had it not been for him, and it sounds awkward when I say this, 
but if it had not been for him, I never would have been interested in his mama. I probably, I would have noticed her because the woman was fine and I like fine women. But he was just, I used to volunteer in his kindergarten classroom. And the boy was a talker. You wouldn't know that now because he don't say but two words. Um, and just articulate at four and just articulate was the word of the day today that I was going to say a thousand times. It's the word I got choked up on. Um, and was just smart and was just a big thinker. And so, um, <laughs> because I volunteered in his classroom, I got to know him more and more. And Nicole, um, her classroom that she taught in was next door. And so just talking to the kids and listening to them, I eventually met her and uh, I pursued her and pursued her and pursued her. And that woman would not give me her number. And this was when I was five. This is when I was like, had some juice. And she always would tell me I was corny. And I was like, well, dang, what a brother got to do. And she didn't care. And so just being diligent um, anyway. Nevertheless, that's another story for another day. But I have watched him literally grow up since he was four. He's 18 now. Um, smart. Um, silently intellectual. And um, we have been planning for a year now. Um, kid had Ivy League aspirations. It was... Cornell, it was Howard, it was um, the University of Chicago, um, it was all these places, and I had told him from the jump, hey, I want you to go to FAM, and I wanted him to go to FAM because my second biggest regret in life was not going to FAMU. Now, had I gone to FAMU, I probably would have been with him or his mama. <laughs> I was what I was, and I was good at what I was. Um... But it's our parenting philosophy that you, you kind of you give your kid the tools and you let your kid um, make their own choices. And so he just came out of nowhere and told us he wanted to be a rattler and um, didn't ask why, didn't question it, didn't, you know, <laughs> you, you got, sometimes you got to trust God when God does what God does. And so he's, he's long story short, and short story long, um, the boy's going to FAMU pending something crazy, and I couldn't be prouder of him for, I was going to be proud of him regardless where he went. Um, he never had to be to the schoolhouse, he never had to be to the jailhouse. Boy, a little bit injury prone, but thank goodness for hospital medicine and insurance. Um, but I, I, um, I will never be able to adequately express how proud I am, um, of him, how proud I am to say, Hey, that's my kid. Um, and, and I'm excited for whatever he does and whatever he does and, You know, I. You know, I. Sometimes wonder. Sometimes I wonder why I'm not a dad yet. I um. 
I fight with God about that every single day. God and I have arguments. Um, and and I just got done preaching a four-part sermon series. God, I talk too much. I shouldn't say all this. Um, I just got done preaching a four-part sermon series on the seriousness of sacrifice. And one of the things I learned in in preaching it because because preaching practicing what you preach is hard but actually having to believe what you're saying sometimes is even harder if that makes sense like there's times when when you're saying it and you're like my experience is this is my current struggle this is what i'm going through this is um There's been days when my marriage wasn't okay, and, and I got up, and the word God gave me to preach was about about the strength of marriage. There have been days when my finances have been beyond in the red. Hell, they were they were maroon, and and God give me God gave would give me a a financial literacy sermon. There, there was days when I my heart was full of hatred, and and God would give me a love your neighbor sermon. There there had been days I wanted to quit. And, and God giving me a fight on sermon And so sometimes believing what you preach is hard And so in this sermon series about sacrifice It's been really a lot dealing with Hey, um, hey God, I've been telling you now for seven eight years I want a, a kid I've raised a lot That, you know Act like me and kind of talk like me and have done to be going on to be these great things, but I want one that, that looks at me and says, I see myself. And one of the things I learned in this sermon series, um, one of the things that I had to reteach myself. Is how to see when God has blessed you what what you asked for, even though it wasn't the way you expected it to be. Um, and so, like the more I really look at JJ. Um, the more I really look at JJ, the more I realize that um, he is everything I've prayed for in a child, and um, and that God provides His own ram in the bush, in spite of. So, all right, that's all I got because I'm starting to ramble and I'm starting to cry. So this has been another episode of A New Perspective. Until next week, I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Peace.